Today on episode number 82 of the Marketing Musician Podcast, we're going to give you some stats on upsells. It might seem like a lot to make it happen today, but give it all you got and you just might find your way. Just make the music and you can choose to tell the world just who you are. You're listening to the Marketing Musician Podcast at marketingmusician.com. All right, hello, you marketing maniacs. It is I, your smiling host, Jammin' Dave Jackson, author of the book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement and Keep Them Out of the Asylum. That is available at amazon.com. Again, it's called Get Your Band Out of the Basement. And today, I should talk about the fact that before we get started, if you find any value in this show and you would like to support it, simply go to supportthisshow.com. Again, supportthisshow.com, donate. There's an Amazon link, all sorts of fun stuff over there, but you need to support the show. And today, I think I got some stuff that's going to get you thinking. And that is, check this out, the morning after the premiere of MTV's Jersey Shore. Now, have you ever watched this show with Schnooky and... um the situation, and there was that one couple that did nothing but fight the whole time, Jam Wow, or whatever her name was. All these uh, obnoxious, Paulie, all these obnoxious kids that are now millionaires. Well, Viacom reported a 37% increase in earnings the morning after the premiere of that show. Why? Of that 37%, 14% in worldwide ad revenues was attributed to the Jersey Shore. So 14% of the 37%. So basically we could say the Jersey Shore just alone, 14% increase. You're like, how did that happen? All right. Well, the show's followers basically would do anything to get a piece of the action that they were seeing on their TV screens because everybody was talking about it. Did you see it? Oh my God, Snooky. She's this little dwarf that gets drunk and falls over. So the people who ran the show began to sell, you guessed it, Jersey Shore merchandise and outlets that they called Shore Stores. And here's the key. When anyone bought something, the cashier would ask, would you like a signature shot glass with your order? And nearly everyone bought the signature shot glass. How many? Well, that simple question resulted in more than 500,000 sales of shot glasses in just the third quarter of 2011. It's called the art of upselling and simply put, ask for more and it's likely that you'll get what you ask for. And by doing so, you'll be optimizing the value of every single sale. Now there's a book called Marketing Metrics and I will put a link to this if you go out to marketingmusician.com slash 82. In that book, it says the probability of selling to a new prospect is five to 20%, brand new, Five to 20%. That's the prospect. The probability of selling to an existing customer is 60 to 70%. 60 to 70%. So it makes sense then that your best bet for raising profit levels is leveraging offers to your existing customer base. 
Now, an upsell, again, is when you persuade a customer to buy something extra or something more expensive. And you know you've been upsold when you go into, I don't know, the Toyota dealer and you come out with a Ferrari. You've been upsold. A cross-sell is when you sell a different product or service to a customer. So when a restaurant uh, waiter asks you if you'd like Coke with your fries or fries with your burger, that's a cross-sell. When you go to a shoe store and they offer to sell you socks, things like that. And those work well with lower priced items. You know, when you buy an iPad, you might be tempted to buy a case. Uh, it also works well with items that require accessories. So if you just purchased a computer, you might be interested in a printer. Just remember, if you choose a, an upsell and a cross-sell products, don't pick items that increase the total order by more than 25% because the raise in sticker price might kind of freak people out. Check this out. A bundle sell is when your group, you basically group different items together and you sell them at a lower price than if they'd bought them separately. So this is where your t-shirt's 10 bucks, your CD is 10 bucks, and a sticker is five bucks. Buy them all together and you get them for 20 bucks. It's like getting the sticker for free, that kind of thing. And there's a guy named Jason Zook and he decided to sell a few products on his podcast but he wanted whatever he sold to be either his own creation or his company's creations. And these are things like eBooks and things like that. So the total cost of all these items was around $2,500. Now he put these together and he called it the bundle of awesome. And when it went on sale, it launched for you ready for this? A buck. That's right. $2,500 worth of products for a buck. It was on price. The price would increase by a dollar each time someone would make a purchase. And there are different scripts you can do to do this. You'll hear them talk about dime sales or nickel sales, things like that. And the fun part of this, the, the bundle of awesome went on to generate over $40,000 in revenue a dollar at a time because you buy it, it's a buck. And then the next person buys it, it's two. And then uh, the next person buys it, it's three bucks. So you've made $7. Or I'm sorry, one, two, three, six dollars. You get the idea. Forty thousand dollars in revenue. Start off with a dollar. And which is better, upselling or cross-selling? And basically, they say um, when it comes to upsells and cross-sells, thirty uh, percent of e-commerce revenue um, is part of upselling and cross-selling. But research indicates that upselling performs twenty times better then cross-selling. So upselling again is when you, you know, would you like the shot glass or things like that? Um, but basically the idea is you just need to do it, right? And, and you want products that people are familiar with. Listen to what your audience wants and then give that to them. You wouldn't want to say, hey, uh, here, buy my CD. And uh, if you get it, uh, it's a bottle of tartar sauce. No because people may not be familiar with that. So, and bottom line is offer value. Here's a great marketing trick. They, uh, there was a guy, he breaks down on the road and he calls Geico to get their roadside assistance. So here's what Geico does. They're like, um, okay, I'm looking at your account and it looks like you're eligible for a big discount on our comprehensive coverage. You know, since you're going to be waiting for the tow, do you want to hear more? Notice 
they didn't just start pimping this stuff because what's the point if the person's not interested? And so 15 minutes later, they'd gone over this guy's account and this person had agreed to add a million dollars in additional coverage for their home, their car, and all sorts of other stuff. It was basically around for $100 a year. They took advantage of when the customer was able to listen and then provide value. And so, hey, how'd you like a million dollars in insurance for a hundred bucks a year? So pretty cool stuff. And so you might want to think about, take a list of all the products you have. Is there any way to bundle them? Is there any other product that you could upsell with them? You know, a cross-sell is when you sell a different product or service to a customer. So that's your, would you like some fries with your burger? An upsell is when you persuade a customer to buy something extra or more expensive. So depending on the scenario, you might want to think about that now at your gig because like we said, to sell to a brand new person, five to 20% chance to sell to an existing customer. Well, that would be somewhere between 60 and 70%. And I don't know about you, but it's a lot harder to get that first sale. It really is. You really got to work it. And a lot of times your customers will want to help you do that. So keep that in mind and start thinking about some upsells, maybe ways you can bundle things. Or maybe, uh, you know, you see people do this a lot on Fiverr. You know, I will write a song for you for a 60 second song for five minutes and then they upsell it. Oh, by the way, if you want it in a stereo file wave, it's another 10 bucks. It's another $20 for that. That's the master of upsells. So people on Fiverr are making more than five bucks per gig. They're doing it through upsells. So that is going to do it for this episode of the Marketing Musician Podcast. Our website is marketingmusician.com. And again, if you found any value in this, if I got you to think, if I got you to think, hey, I got to try something when I get home, then I delivered value. And all I ask is that you go over to supportthisshow.com, maybe click on the donate button, shop through Amazon, rate and review us on iTunes. That's always helpful at uh, marketingmusician.com slash iTunes or buy my book. Get your band out of the basement. That's available out at marketingmusician.com and it's also out at Amazon. So thanks so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I know I put these shows out very sporadically and um, it's when something comes along like this and I go, wow, that's pretty cool. I want to share it with you because it made me think. I'm still not in a band and uh, I might be moving. So that's why that's on hold. And so I just don't get as much content as I used to. But uh, the show's not dead. We're keeping on, keeping on. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Marketing Musician Podcast. Take care, everybody.